0: Welcome to Mandatory Reshoots, the movie, review, and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Connor Dempsey, broadcasting from Seattle, Washington. Today, as always, I'm joined from Chicago by co-host Eric Sweeney, recently back from Las Vegas, we understand?
1: Yes, I survived it, and I'm back. Thank you.
0: Good to hear. sounds like the sports bets did not go your way this time.
1: Uh, I did not. No, it's not.
0: Okay, we'll skip right through that. Uh, Today, we are... Talking Star Wars, uh, we're a little bit behind on our Star Wars review, but as it came out in the holidays, it's bound to get pushed back a little bit. But we are talking Rise of the Skywalker, and I'm sure we'll touch on Last Jedi, which we never formally uh, did an episode about. I'm sure we'll loop around speaking to that, as that certainly informs uh, Rise of Skywalker's problems, I would would, uh, say. But uh, yeah, we're here talking Star Wars, and we'll have a Star Wars-themed trivia round at the end for Eric, but until then, let's talk Star Wars. All right, Eric, you ready? I uh, yeah, Let's do this. Okay. So, Eric, you mentioned you'd, you'd like me to offer my thoughts first, so I, I, I can do that. And my thoughts are fairly complicated, I would say, or maybe not complicated, <laughs> but... A lot of uh, caveats and asterisks is in there. I think overall, I liked it, but it is a hot mess of sorts. It has a lot of problems, especially in the narrative. And I do think it leans a little bit too heavily into the fan service aspect of uh, the Star Wars franchise. But I think Abrams is still capable of directing a compelling movie even if the story is a little bit of a mess so those are kind of my initial thoughts in that I I don't hate it I don't think it's complete lost cause but it is not the best of this new trilogy and I think we'd both agree it's probably the worst film in in this trilogy Uh, I'll let you speak to that but more than likely I think it's going to be remembered as the weakest of these three movies, even though, as I said, I, I still have some issues with structurally what Last Jedi did for the trilogy and where it kind of placed us in, in terms of starting this movie out. So I'll kind of bounce it back to you, but I have a question to kind of kick you off. And uh, that question is, is, is the problems of this movie are they uh, Abrams' fault, or was he given an impossible task considering where Last Jedi left us and the passing of Carrie Fisher? Do you think Abrams had an impossible task with this movie?
1: Um, I don't think – no, I don't think it was impossible. Uh, I think you can definitely make a good Star Wars movie. Um, and I think you can – well, even if you don't like what Last Jedi does – I think you can still build off of it. How
0: so it's kind of left in a very odd place, I would say.
1: Odd how? Like what what's
0: there's a lot of events in Last Jedi that feel pretty final in terms of they feel like bookend events to end a trilogy on and then I feel like you don't have a whole lot of momentum.
1: I Uh, guess. I mean you have you have Luke sacrificing to, you know, give hope to the resistance right. and save them. You have Kylo coming into power. I don't, I don't feel like that's an end of a trilogy at all. Uh, I think it is an unconventional uh, second movie of the three, but I don't, I don't think that the answer to uh, how to make a third movie is trying to make. Two movies in the one which is what i think abrams did here i think he tried to do his episode eight and nine because um, i could easily see his episode eight ending with ray finding out ray finding out she's a palpatine and the palpatine's still alive and then you go into nine and you try and you then you, you kind of start from there and and then you kind of get into the second and third act of this movie um, yeah. or something like that so I think I, it really felt like it was two movies in one I, I think that I don't think it's impossible to test I do think the Leia thing um, and Carrie Fisher passing away was definitely a hindrance I think they did the best they could with that um, at least that part of it. it I mean it did seem like this was going to be her film since Harrison Ford had episode 7 Mark Hamill had his big one in 8 so Carrie Fisher would be 9 um, so that that was disappointing that she couldn't get that and we couldn't get that, um, but no, I don't think it's an impossible task. Uh, and I think it, I think he made it impossible by kind of just ignoring Last Jedi, like, and kind of undoing some of it. Um,
0: he certainly made more work by course correcting a course correction for sure. But can can yeah. you give me? Like This may be unfair, and I'm not challenging that there could be a, uh, com- a complete and fluid third piece, but what, what in your mind would make a more fluid third movie if you still had Last Jedi and had to piggyback off that? Would it just kind of be about Kylo being a sort of uh, powerful antagonist, or, or what would you explore?
1: Yeah, yeah I think Kylo can be uh, an antagonist, the main one. You don't need to have him have some... Uh, someone above him I mean I thought I thought what they did with that in last today was brilliant Um, and he had the the, you know you thought for a second that he was changing but you know he just he wanted you know he wanted the power he wanted Snoke's position Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that I I mean I don't know it's hard to say after watching that to say like oh this is what I would have done, but I, I know I wouldn't have brought back Palpatine. Yeah. Um. I, I think there could have been. I think there just could have been something. Where. Kylo is, and the First Order are trying to do something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this movie had like four MacGuffins. Yeah. Um. It could just do one maybe. Um. Make that up. It could be some sort of weird Wayfinder thing that'll give, Kylo. A more power or something in the first order more power um it could be palpatine related but not actually palpatine you know i think there's a lot of different things they could have done um instead of what they did um but i
0: think i think the only problem i would have personally with making kylo the big baddie is that it might remove any chance of of the redemption arc they did with him which i liked um and if he's kind of the main antagonist you really can't have that without removing the primary threat unless you just kind of had um richard E. grant kind of step into uh, kind of like a generic first order role if kylo stepped down but uh having said that i i don't i also don't want palpentine back is a very lazy kind of primary antagonist uh, right introduced that late in the game or reintroduce i should say
1: I, I, so what? Well, here, let's let's dive in this a little bit later. Let me let's give my overall thoughts. Sure, um, yeah. So obviously, I, I did not enjoy this movie that much. Um, it is a mess. Um, I, there are parts that I liked. Uh, I can I came out of it kind of feeling, okay, that was decent. Um, I didn't like parts of it, but then the more I think about it, I I, I don't think this question stands up. To any time you ask the question why, like, there's so many whys that I don't think have answers. Like, yeah, like why Palpatine? Why why do Star Destroyers can just destroy planets now? Um, why why? I don't know. There's so many whys I can get into, but it just there's all these little things that this don't add up. And I would never really ask that in a Star Wars movie. Maybe I guess probably in the prequels I did, but um, I, I don't is- know.
0: Ultimately, I felt like this was a prequel-level story directed by a better director. That's kind of what I felt. It's a okay. prequel-level of nonsense with a more talented director at the helm is what I would... That would be my crude summary of this film in the sense that it is prequels prequel-level nonsense, but I had a better time with it. And I, I think the last half an hour uh, is compelling, even if it gets really silly... And I think you also have two better leads than the prequels did, even though Natalie Portman is capable of great uh, performances. She did not uh, deliver one in the prequels, which may be more Lucas's fault, I think, than her own. And even um, Hayden Christensen in Shattered Glass proved he he could put in uh, good work. You've got two leads who put in better performances, a better director, and um, it's kind of... Cheap to say that the the uh, effects are better now than they were in prequels, but that that's true. I think the the effects will hold up, obviously better than than the CG and, and the prequels did.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So um, that's a good point. Like maybe that, this is a better made prequel style thing. Um, let me say some things that I did like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Lando. Uh, I don't think he got a ton to do, but I I, I did think like he was good and then he was Lando like it was Lando. Um, so that was kind of nice to see. Um, you're right at the end, like the third act has some great moments that I really enjoyed, like Lando showing up with all the ships and the the music, the music playing, which was like the first time the, uh, the fanfare was played in, in, in the movie and not just on the opening credits, opening crawl. Mm Um, that was great. Um, uh, ben Ben's redemption, while, well, we can talk about uh, how how he gets there. I did like once he once he became Ben, yeah. um, little moments, like the last thing he says in this movie is ow uh, <laughs> which is kind of weird, but it it, it kind of fits with you know Han a little bit. and then um, what the for the moment where they force uh, send the send the lightsaber from behind the head. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really cool moment um you know i I like seeing these new kind of force powers that they kind of discover on their own and they it was previously set up in the movie too um i always hate it when people say like we've never seen that before how can that how can they do that which was a complaint to last jedi um but here they do it and i think it's uh just as good um and then when ben get when ben gets that uh lights every does a little shrug which is like Like, just like Han, his dad, so I thought that that was a great moment. Um, um, I liked, um, the little, the little relationship between Zori Bliss and Poe. Um, I, uh, it was, it was alright. Like, uh, I think it developed. Oh, severely, yes. That's, yeah. But I think there were some good moments with them, especially at the end. Hmm. Um, and the celebration thing at the end was good. Um, that's it. Like there's not, I mean, there's some, obviously some good action scenes throughout. Um, but there was a lot of moments where, um, I had the kind of question, like what, what is going on? Like really? Um, and I, I, I'll start with my number one, like issue was like, um, the beginning of, I mean the crawl, the opening crawl does more in an opening crawl than all the crawls combined. Yeah. like it's it's introducing new, uh, re- characters and and events that we never see uh, unless we played Fortnite apparently um and i don't know it's just it's well, strange forget the opening crawl
0: include the opening crawl and the first five minutes of the movie and both those the sum total of the opening crawl and the first five minutes of the movie could be its own movie in terms yeah. of kylo finding the emperor and like all this stuff which is is essentially introduced in either text or a quick montage, a murder montage, and then an expo- exploratory montage, which is like, this is bonkers level, like previously on Lost-type stuff, where it's like, wh- how are we getting here so quickly?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it was just kind of, I don't know what it was, it just kind of took me out of the movie right away. Like It, it just started, the death speak. I'm like, okay, that's a cool little first sentence. And then Palpatine is alive. I'm like, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 what? Like I knew, I knew, I knew it was in the movie, but I did not expect that. Like instantly, uh, right away, and that's and that's I think that's why they kind of hamstrung themselves. They're trying to, trying to do two movies in one, because I could definitely see like, at some at the start of his episode eight, they're like, um, "Here's what's going on," and then there was a mysterious, uh, you know, uh, broadcast, and kind of learn maybe what that broadcast is. But we don't know it's from Palpatine, and so later in the movie. And then Ben's looking for him, and finally meets him at the end of the movie. And meanwhile, Ray finds out she's Palpatine. And then we go into the third movie, and there's a big—that's where it starts. Like I feel like that's what would have that would work a lot better. Even though I still don't think Palpatine should be back. Sure, that's Um, the
0: type of groundwork you lay if you have a fluid trilogy. But if you have three different people contribute three different ideas without really communicating this this is what you get i, I think is
1: yes I, I don't i just dis, I, I disagree a little bit with the, the concept that there was no discussion between seven and eight how could I think- there
0: be it just it, i i know that abrams read the screenplay and i remember that he had said he would have liked to have stuck around to direct it which means that he wasn't offended by its kind of nihilistic take on his um foundation but i, I can't understand how there's real fluided communication between the two of them because one is very traditional and the other spends most of his time tearing it down, which is fine. But then you kind of have no place to go. If you bring Abrams back and have him have a traditional third film again, uh, it just feels like jagged puzzle pieces to me. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I think eight, and seven, seven and eight go a lot better together than eight and nine. Um, and I, I feel like I don't know, man. Like everyone has a problem with Luke. Luke and eight. But I feel like that was set up by seven by putting him off in the middle of nowhere uh, to uh, you know put himself uh, in exile yeah. and made himself hidden. Like I feel like that was a natural progression of like, well, why would you do that? Um, so, but this one, this one just ignores eight, like completely ignores it, sure. and. Um, I, I did think of one more thing I like, which is Babu Frick. Um, oh yeah. yeah, he was he was a little cute, little thing, and funny. And also, i would say C-3PO. He was uh, top notch as the comedic relief. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think I've laughed as much as stuff he said before. Usually, it's kind of like grony like maybe that's just from the prequels where it's just like stupid puns and stuff. Right. But um, this one, I thought, uh, it was pretty good. He, he helped. He helped it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I,
0: think, I think he was he was great. I think the movie is really risk averse which I think is a big problem in the sense that every time they they have a gutsy decision, they roll it back yes. like almost seconds later. Absolutely. Under, it undercuts any punch the event might have had. Even though there are things that I might not necessarily want to see happen, like when Chewie gets blown up, it, I don't necessarily yeah. want to see Chewie die like that. But I was like, oh, this movie is really ballsy. You know, it's taking some risks. And, exactly uh,
1: I was like I, I was invested in the movie at that point I'm like oh shit like did, did they just do that? Like, I, oh my yeah, god. really
0: said oh shit when Ray stabbed Kylo because I was like oh this is like really interesting Decision yeah then to roll it back even though I, I do like where I kicked him off on his redemption arc If you kill him there, it's like this is a really interesting movie at this point because then you have Ray Oh, maybe not really interesting, but that's an interesting thread because then you've given Rey some real issue at that point because she's killed her kind of alter ego and now she kind of committed to a, a dark side type move and, and her journey is a little bit more interesting. Even though uh, if it's a little lazier how they get to Kylo's redemption arc but I like Kylo's redemption arc. I wanted I want to see Ben Solo uh, as, as you spoke to. I like I like that whole uh, working, working together aspect uh, at the end there. But uh, I, I think Ray killing Kylo would be a really interesting avenue to explore. And then, you know, there's other ones that I can't think of, but I feel like Chewie and her stabbing him are the, are the big ones where they could have taken some risks, but then just roll it back almost immediately.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, C-3PO losing his memory and then getting oh, it back later. Yeah, that was...
0: exactly. That's a good one. Ray dying, I guess, kind of, or the... Force life-passing aspect seems kind of, not macguffin but just kind of lazy. Like, once you introduce a concept like that, it devalues mortality, uh, and that's why I can't stand uh, shows like um, Supernatural, where they can just bring anybody back at any point, and it's like, well, if there's no... You're removing any stakes to this show, uh, any emotional stakes, if people can be revived, at any point with no explanation it's like well what what's you know what's the dramatic stakes at that point
1: right exactly yeah um Um.
0: yeah i I agree with you it is a mess and the more you think about it it is troublesome but I, i think that's part of their strategy is that they use the trump presidency approach where they just keep throwing so much at you and moving on that you can't really process why that doesn't make sense and it and that barrage kind of strategy keeps you keeps stringing you along of uh, the story, and I, I don't think that's why you really uh, understand how sloppy it is until you reflect on it later.
1: Yeah, like that's a horror. <laughs> yeah um, And then I guess one other thing is that they blew up they blew up the that one planet um, that Zori and Babu were supposedly on. Oh right. Um, and then they just and remember up. she she gave she just gave away her captain's medal. That she'd been saving to leave the planet. Um,
0: <laughs> she really, uh, she really liked Poe. I guess she, she was a good friend.
1: Yeah. Uh, that 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 was, and then then she got off the planet somehow. Anyway, so whatever. Yeah. But, um, apparently didn't matter. So like but to to the idea of uh, Zori Bliss and Babu Frick and um, J- Jana or Janna, the other new character. Um, I mean, there's no development for these new characters, really. Um, I think the idea of former stormtroopers in, like, a little commune or whatever um, is a good one and something I would like to see maybe in a, a show or... Yeah, like a Mandalorian uh, episode. Right, but they're just... Why, <clears throat> I don't understand why they would include these, these new uh, these new characters when... You have perfectly good other characters you've already introduced. Yeah, should we and, talk about this? And yeah, let's talk about Rose and hashtag Justice for Rose. Yeah, because I, I can't. That. It. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most from this movie.
0: I also that's my biggest problem with this film is how they did Rose.
1: Yeah, like Rose. I mean, Rose had eleven plus minutes of screen time in Last Jedi, and she had like seventy seconds in this one. Ooh, really? uh, Ouch. yeah yeah and her role was just diminished into like this exposition uh blast stuff with dominic monaghan and a couple other characters back with it with leia and uh, i mean she, she didn't get all those lines she gave some of the lines to dominic monaghan and the um that one guy that's the pilot that's friends with uh oh, Gigi. greg, greg, greg Gumper. yeah so like they they had a bunch of lines that. She, they, that she couldn't even get those either. So even when her line sucked, she didn't get them all. And 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 they even had the moment where Ethan's like, "Oh, you want to come?" and Rose is like, "Leia needs me to study the old Death Star plans." Which yeah, there aren't. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Why? Um,
0: what a what a terrible concession to the toxic faction of fandom by Abrams. Like I'm very disappointed that he doesn't have. Like I I I didn't even want to read the articles that tried to excuse her role being marginalized because like i don't want to hear it from four to f- the four to five white guy committee about why the one of the few characters of uh one of the few diverse characters has been marginalized like uh, whatever you're going to tell me is it's going to be complete trash um, yeah yeah what Did you a, hear what an awful awful decision that's no i'm just kind of
1: yeah it's just that it's uh i don't I mean, it's bad. I think it's just really bad that that happened. Um, and it, it, it could be one thing if they had another character that they wanted to develop and, and do something new with. Um, but they didn't. They didn't even do that. Like they had this Janna girl, which you know, kind of made sense that maybe maybe she would uh, she would be Finn's new bow or whatever. Why does but that make sense compared to Robin? because they because they're both former.
0: Uh, oh right, the storm stormtrooper aspect
1: yeah the stormtrooper thing and they had a little conversation about it and then it just never talked about again and then she but she's with him on the death star and stuff um and that that,
0: people's issue i know that it never made sense to me but what was the incel opinion of rose like what was their issue with her
1: well she's a a social social justice warrior she's talking about classism she's a woman and she's a minority and those those things all combine to be like, who is this character, we don't like her, why is Finn with her, or not Rey, kind Rose, of a thing.
0: Rose is a great character. I, I think her sideswiping Finn at the end of Last Jedi is a little goofy, but that is the extent of her kind of quirkiness as a character, I would say. Otherwise, there's 0% that should be criticized with Rose's character. I mean, she's part of the casino storyline, which I also think... It's kind of wonky, but that's not on her. It's on, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson more. But um, yeah, what what do people really want? I mean,
1: so but there was this other thing that came out lately that um, they found that you know all the uh, like Russian bots and trolls that kind of helped sway the twenty sixteen election. Yeah, um, they 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 they're still out there and they're just sowing discord and everything, everywhere. And it was shown that actual like. Uh, rose bashing accounts were bots oh okay so that that even i think that makes it worse that that they responded to this backlash oh
0: that it was all just bots oh yeah it makes their concession worse i was like it it slightly restores my faith in humanity that there's less people and more bots i think they're still still, it's the same people that to the filmmakers for being like whoa we have to listen to these russian bots they're right. really it's, what makes up our box office ticket sales. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. There's still, like, bad, like, people that still think that stuff, and they're the same people that thought, like, Ray's a Mary Sue and and not, you know, a good character. Just she's
0: Who cares? It's cool yeah, that she exactly. catches the lightsaber in Force Awakens. Jesus Although Christ. I did, when Hamill thought he was going to be introduced that way, catching the lightsaber, I was like, that could have been cool, too. But still, I, I really like Ray catching the lightsaber in the the snow forest and force awakens mary suez yeah. who, who the hell cares write your own story yeah
1: yeah so uh, it was disappointing about R- rose and uh I, I don't know i hope i hope she gets i don't know she gets to go on a show or something and do something i don't cause... know
0: if i were mary kelly Marie Tran, i might be like yeah. i'm just gonna step back from acting because this is a hot mess i would i would not blame her if she did that but if she forges on it and and finds some really yeah uh, maybe maybe just get out of star power. wars yeah yeah more power to her I, I really hope she does find some some other good things and my hope is you know maybe uh ryan johnson cast her in something else uh, Knives out too or something and you know brings her along for some other projects since he's the one that uh, introduced her
1: yeah to star that's wars. true yeah maybe another knives out too that'd be great yeah um sure okay so now we're done with uh, Rose. We're never done with Rose. Just yeah, yeah. Rose. I mean, uh, yeah. I could talk much longer about that. Um, let's go back to Palpatine. So, how, 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 why, like, how, how is, how is he alive? How is the Death Star in, not in itty bitty pieces? Yeah. That's how did exactly he? How true. did he make all these Star Destroyers? When did he have a kid? Why is that kid not important? Yeah, and, but I, does does I the Force skip a generation? Like what? I, oh yeah, uh, so
0: that was confusing to me when it was like they kill the parents to get to Ray when it's like wouldn't the parents also be like super force sensitive and then that one dude just murders them? It's like, man, you should just right. take them, right? Like what's what's the deal here?
1: Yeah, I it doesn't make sense. I could you know, maybe if they explained it or didn't jam everything into one movie, but um, if they said like he didn't know that he had a kid and that that kid did have force powers, but then he met another woman that had force powers, and together they had uh, raised somehow. I don't know, but I think I think if you're just the spawn of of Palpatine, you should be pretty powerful enough. Um, I, I think it should
0: have been something like the daughter's trying to get away, and he's sending people to get her, and then they accidentally kill her, and then he's like, you know, he's he's bummed, but then he finds out that his daughter had her own kid and then he's you know he's going after her. Because otherwise it doesn't... The way the story plays out doesn't make sense with the bounty hunter or mercenary or whoever that character is who dies in the desert or the sink pits or whatever. That whole thing is very confusing.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, except uh, I, I think I'm looking at right now, I'm pretty sure that it was... A son, not a daughter, that Ray's dad oh, okay. was the son of Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, whichever um, of, the, of the two. Yes, yeah, that's right. He had a son, so it is subsequently revealed that Palpatine had a son who married and renounced his father. They took their daughter Ray to the planet Jakku, assuming lives as nobodies, to keep her safe. Palpatine eventually found them and killed them, but never found Ray. I guess he just stopped looking on Jakku. Yeah, Um pretty- Yep. Yep, 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 yeah. He he just had some other guy go get him and like, whatever that guy's name was, um, yeah. that, that that died because of serpent, I guess. I don't know. That was
0: unclear, but I didn't really care. I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who cares about that character?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: There's like there's like 15 people on Jakku. How can it how hard can it really be to find Rey? right?
1: Right. Do you find yeah? Is there any like person you'd find pretty special on their own and can. I don't know. I feel like they they'd be able to find it um, pretty quickly. That's I mean, I guess yeah, why, why not hide her
0: on a planet with a lot of people so there's more people to parse through rather than the like twelve people on Jakku, right?
1: Uh, ugh, yeah, that's just bad. Um, I just don't understand why they that. I mean, let's talk about that. Rey being in Palpatine. Why did they? Why do we need that? Like why? I don't. I don't think after Last Jedi we needed that. And it just kind of goes back and just kind of undoes what we learned at Last Jedi, uh, and I feel like that's just another slap in the face to <laughs> Ryan Johnson's script. Um,
0: I don't know. I, I I think Abrams' initial entry really sets her to be sets her up to be someone, and even though uh, Last Jedi kind of un, undoes that with the you're just jump sure. traders kids they felt the need to assign some importance to her again which i don't think works in any way and is unnecessary it would be no. interesting to explore yeah th- the, the nobody's becoming the the powers but they clearly abandoned that idea because what happened to stable broom kid from last Jedi? Right.
1: exactly yeah um yeah I, I i can understand after the first movie being like okay this, this is gonna be someone um, she's going to be uh, a Kenobi or someone. Yeah. Um, and then the second movie, they're like, no, no, it's just not. And anyone can be a, a Jedi, have the force. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That's great. Let's build off that. Nope. Let's go back to that first idea and forget the second movie happened. Like, that's, that's, I understand that's not how we started it, maybe. But you have to, you have to adapt, evolve. You can't just pretend this movie didn't exist with these characters like, uh, it's... I, I don't know. I, I uh, definitely had a problem with that. What do you think about the last line where she changes her name to Skywalker? Um,
0: it's so on-the-nose and kind of... I don't know, not subtle in any way. I'm fine with it, but it, it's very stupid. And it just... As long as it's closing the door on being this traditional, uh, I'm fine with it. I, I think you need some challenging stories side stories moving on that don't have anything to do with the skywalkers but i suppose it's fine that they kind of bookend it like this even if it's like whatever i i personally didn't have an issue with it but let's let's move on as long as they're closing the door i i would say
1: (laughs) i guess yeah i mean i i i'd be interested to see if they do any any future stories with
0: no we don't we don't need them I don't. Time. I know we don't. But they, they she's life, got well, the gold
1: lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I see.
0: Here's the thing. I think I would have really liked to have seen Last Jedi as a first movie. And I, obviously, I know the story would have to change. But I'd like to see that that tone and message as a first film in a trilogy. So essentially, I'm saying I'd like to see a Ryan Johnson trilogy where yeah. he's in control of it. And I think if you start out with a first entry, if, if Last Jedi was Force Awakens, that essentially starts with the message of tear down the past. It, it doesn't matter. It, it would be an interesting trilogy. But when you start with such a traditional first entry and invite all this speculation uh, into like Rey's parentage and stuff like this, and then you kind of tear it down unceremoniously and kind of nihilistically in the second movie, which I suppose from afar is an interesting swerve it just um i don't know it, it just clashes and as i said i'd love to see a very challenging trilogy from ryan johnson that pushes a lot of um the ideas he had in last jedi it just he unfortunately got caught or sandwiched by two traditional halves i think is the problem
1: yeah but i mean if Palpatine did come back i still wouldn't have liked that like oh no
0: yeah i, I think you're you're left I mean you didn't need Palpatine but they felt the need to course correct to sell more toys or who knows what
1: it, you uh, know yeah. and here we are um, I read I read somewhere um, that another reason why another thing they ignored was like Luke Luke's sacrifice meant nothing according to this movie because right. they didn't yes they survived but no one they don't talk about a sacrifice at all no. they don't and at the end of The Last Jedi, no one comes to save them really, but you find out later that their story is being told, and those kids are finding out about that story, and you hope that that spreads, and, and that's how they get a bigger resistance. Um,
0: they get a bigger resistance because Lando's so yeah. damn sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so the most damn charismatic. charismatic
0: man in the galaxy.
1: But like, yeah, so Luke Luke dies. Nothing happens. Lando I mean, says, "I'll be right back with some ships," and then everybody comes. It's
0: stupid, but I really liked it as a Battle of Helm's Deep type moment when he comes back with the cavalry. Yeah. Uh, but sure, if if you if you try to assess it, it's like what? But in the moment uh it, it it is a nice moment uh but it's a stupid moment when you think about
1: it yeah um yeah i guess uh someone was saying that the oh the other thing i was going to say about the the there was a specific scene in pasana where all these kids are watching this puppet show sure and and they bring like they show that and i'm not sure why they showed that really um other than just to show this the life of these these aliens but I felt like that was a perfect moment, for the Luke sacrifice to be shown, in the puppet show. Like they did, like nah. the, the kids, the kids were playing with the dolls in the end of Last Jedi. I, that would be the perfect moment for it, uh, and they just no, no, we didn't. And we're just gonna show this other puppet show. That's nothing really important. Uh, I don't know. That's just that. I don't know. That's obviously something that wasn't a big deal. But it seems like a, if it was, uh, if they were paying attention and. Uh, following Last Jedi, they would have put that in there um, pretty easily. Yeah, um, it would make sense on the not show, show, puppet show on this random alien planet, too.
0: Yeah, it was a missed um, opportunity. It was definitely no um, the Sacrifice of Loki of Asgard uh, play that Thor Thor Ragnarok p- puts on where um, Matt Damon and Sam Neill do the retelling. Yeah, thing. yep. <laughs> that, that's, that's what it should have been with uh, Luke, someone playing <laughs> Luke like that. Um, yeah, but, but unfortunately, Taika Waititi did not direct. Um, no, that would be uh, great if he got a Star
1: Wars movie. I, I, I
0: well, he we got that. a Mandalorian episode. That's, That's true. Something. And it was a pretty
1: good one. It was a pretty good um, one. Let's see, what other stupid shit can I talk about? Well, all right. Uh, let's, go ahead. I don't want to
0: dwell on this, but uh, speaking to the Mandalorian, what so what is the future of the Star Wars franchise for you? What do you, what do yeah, you want to okay. see? Uh, the Obi-Wan show is obviously coming. Are you interested in that? What, what other properties or avenues would you like to see explored?
1: Um, yeah, so Mandalorian, I, I liked it. Uh, I think that has a lot of potential to be really dang good. I think I think I liked it a lot. Uh, it was not perfect. It's not great, I would say. There's some great moments, but uh, I'm looking forward to that and kind of um, seeing where that goes. Um, as for... As for I'm, I'm down for other shows as well. Uh, other live-action shows. Uh, I don't want to see any more Skywalker things, and I don't... So are you
0: just interested in the Obi-Wan show as a result? No,
1: no, no, no. I'm interested in that. I don't think that has to do with Luke at all, but I guess they might have some sort of... It doesn't
0: have to, but it probably will. I'm with you (laughs) on that. I would like to see more of that, his story explored, but I, I feel like they'll just inevitably... Tie it in somehow when I don't want that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I after seeing the Mandalorian, I do have a little more faith in that. Um, in the Cassian Andor series too. All right. Um, I forgot
0: about Cassian Andor series.
1: So that I'm guessing that'll be more in like espionage war war type thing, which could be kind of cool. Um, and Obi Wan will be more Western, maybe. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm, interest, I'm interested in that and see what else I can do. As far as movies go, I I don't I think they're going to get out of trilogies, and do like a Marvel thing, um, oh, where yeah. these kind of have diff, different characters uh, and the Disney characters Plus can,
0: type show approach. That seems to be the approach to Marvel now. Some some different movies and some Disney Plus shows sprinkled in.
1: Right, and then you could still have like the big event movies where these other characters meet up for something. Um, but is, I, heard, I heard, go ahead.
0: Is Diego, is Diego Luna gonna reprise his role as Cassie Dandor or are they going yes. younger, younger version of him?
1: Yeah, it'll be him. It'll be like in the lead up to Rogue one, I think.
0: Okay. Interesting. Sorry. Go on.
1: Um, there was a, uh, the rumor right now. So they're supposed to announce future movies this month. Mm-hmm. That was what, uh, Kathleen Kennedy said if she still has a job. Um, she does a
0: job. Come on. She's got a pretty impressive <laughs> track record going back to early Spielberg days. Uh, I know it's been bumpy recently. Yeah. Yeah, For, yeah like
1: Kingdom and the Crust, Crystal Skull. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah no.
0: uh, I know. Well, did they give Kevin Feige any Star Wars? Uh, so
1: Feige, Feige is going to help produce, help produce one movie, okay. it sounds like. He's going to help produce a movie. Um, no idea what that movie is, uh, so it's weird because you had the Ryan Possible trilogy, you had the Benioff and Weiss Possible trilogy or movies, but they're 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 gone, yeah. and then the Feige movie, um, and I don't know how any of those are interrelated at all, but um, the rumor right now is that I think the Benioff and Weiss one, um, which may still be going forward, just not without them, maybe mm-hmm. with Feige, is would take place like 400 years before all these movies um and would take something the the high republic or something like that Mm, uh so i i don't know what that would be about at all but it would be completely away from this era um although although yoda will be alive so
0: maybe let's push it into the future and get a clean slate here and give us something new because if you said in the past and someone's still alive they'll inevitably be drawn to put them in there and we we don't need that let's let's get some truly uh ancillary uh, stories explored some I want some weird stuff Yeah I want I want a spin-off series of the client from the Mandalorian I want more Werner Herzog <laughs> yeah. That's my biggest disappointment with the Mandalorian is that Werner Herzog was murdered
1: Yeah the he, last at least he... Yeah, at least he's more in more than one episode. But that's true. Uh, he got three episodes, I think. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I, I'm still looking forward to a Star Wars movie. I'm okay with it having a little break. Um, and uh, I, I have faith that they can make good ones going forward. Um, but I mean, this this is a pretty disappointing one. Um, but. I don't know. Oh, I Maybe we'll watch parts of the end um, uh, again, but I don't really have interest in watching this again anytime soon.
0: It'd be interesting if they like, I, I don't want Kathleen Kennedy removed, but it'd be interesting if, if for some reason they flip-flopped him and let uh, Feige take over Star Wars and Kennedy handle the fourth phase of Marvel just to see what they would bring to it, especially <laughs> because Feige really has to receive a huge amount of credit for making a fairly fluid marvel storyline and, and and wrangling that which is really impressive that uh you know regardless of what you think of the individual movies the quality was so high for so many of them yeah and the story made sense when it ended and that's that's pretty hard to do with 20 some movies over 10 years
1: yeah yeah that's true yeah well that's so weird because like lucas film has like a story group and they keep track of the canon and like every everything that's released now is part of canon and they all have to like be involved and go through the story group so i don't understand how they allow a trilogy like this um that's so that kind of ignores things and is not a cohesive story at all um it's kind of strange that they didn't they weren't more involved or Maybe maybe the directors and J.J. could just be like, no, we're going to go back and do this, and they couldn't really stop him. Um, I don't know. but I still, um, I, I still blame
0: yeah. Trevor O's, the remnants of his script, even though people have told me that there's almost nothing of his script left, and his name is yeah. just kept on.
1: Yeah, I think it sounds like the script was thrown out, and they rewrote it, but since they had, they had read his script to begin with, anything that was like, Anything that was similar or, or no, the same. Lately,
0: it protects them
1: from- Yeah, it's like a it's like a writers guild thing. Um, yeah. so he had, they, he got a story credit because of that, but he I think he went out and said that Palpatine was not in his script. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. So it, there's a lot of interviews and stuff with Abrams and the other writer Chris Terrio, who writ, wrote Argo, but he also wrote Bad like Man Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh his reasoning for. Bringing back Palpatine and 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 removal of Rose is pretty bad and just kind of bullshit. Yeah, I um, think that was
0: the article. I was like, I don't have any interest in hearing you squawk yeah. about, about this. I, I I know what happened and I'm disappointed <laughs> regarding Rose. I don't. palpentine's just whatever. It's it's just yeah. a lazy segue um, into a big baddie.
1: Yeah. Uh, I will say so. I saw it two times. I saw it first oh, I, was opening.
0: Gonna, I was gonna ask, yeah, And how did that change your opinion of the film?
1: So the second time, you know the first time you're just kind of like, what is going on? This sure. is going on following this. Wait, what is a wayfinder? Why are they doing this? You know you're you're trying to like follow along It's just way too much. Um, and with the second time, you already know that a lot of it is doesn't matter. <laughs> and. Uh, you already know the parts you do like and don't like, so you kind of just kind of sit back and just kind of relax a little bit. And I did like it better the second the second time, where I could just kind of, you know, not pay not pay as close attention or whatever. But I mean, there's the parts the parts that are good are good. It's just the overall thing is kind of a mess, um, and you yeah, know, so um, I I you know I would. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it again and see what I think. But I, I think it will just parts of it. The more I think about it, the more I dislike it. So it's it's hard. I just need to like now nah, think about it. And next time I watch it, is just to just sit back and enjoy since there are some good moments. But um, I do have so I have like a few stupid moments I want to talk about. And then I want to ask you about the uh, the kiss between Ray and Ben. Okay. Uh, which which order would you like me to? Yeah, uh,
0: rifle, rifle off your stupid moments.
1: All right, just rifle them off. Uh, Knights of Ren. Dumb, dum 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 dumb, The new they Captain were, Phasma, I guess? Exactly. Yeah, there was like eight of them. They didn't do anything. Uh, whatever. Um, they also did not need to be back. Oh, let's talk about that too. The helmet. Why is the helmet back? Why is there a space monkey making the helmet? Why are they all standing around like watching the helmet kit made? The helmet's uh, back
0: because of... <laughs> Because of toy sales, the monkey I have no explanation for. That you could have just made Babu Frick put it together and introduced him a little earlier. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's nonsense. Um, Ren Knights of Ren are nonsense.
1: Yeah, um, but I mentioned this earlier. The Star Destroyers can just destroy planets now. Like I feel like that's just a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Um, why do we need that? Like what they need to get away
0: from in any yeah. future movies. You just. Have to change the stakes a little bit and make a. Um, I'm trying. To, is there any movie where I guess Solo the the world's not at stake? You need something with s- different stakes like that. And the Mandalorian, yeah. I guess, is also that. You need you need to change the stake. You, no more planet killing technology. It's too right. weird and oppressive and weird. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's just it's too much, and it's just been done so much that they can completely get away with it. And whatever, um, uh, the the whole thing with getting the nav tower and having to navigate all these ships, uh, I I didn't really make sense. And uh, like how they can't they can't just blow up the nav tower; they need to have a ground team uh, for some reason. Yeah,
0: hive um, mind technology moments in movies like this are really pretty annoying. Um, I just you know the kill one thing and everything dies um approach is like so overdone and so nonsensical why would you build a fleet that become useless if if a single tower is is destroyed it's pretty weird
1: yeah yeah um chewy's metal what would you think of that
0: it's fan service to the nth power but i'm fine with it
1: it just, it just seemed out of place. I'm like, wait, where did she get the medal? Why is she giving it to Chewie? Why I, now? I think uh,
0: not only is it fan service to the nth power, I think it's directly an apology for the second movie where Chewie doesn't give a, get a hug from Leia when Han dies. I think they're like, sorry, we screwed that up. And then also directly, you know, apology to the first uh, movie where he doesn't get a medal.
1: Yeah. Um, I, did, I did like his reaction. Uh, Chewie's reaction when he found out Leia died, like that was, that that was a nice moment to kind of see because he would be messed up. Um, um,
0: yeah, uh, you know what? Just really quickly uh, to bounce off all the bad moments, I do think the handling of Carrie Fisher Fisher and her arc in this movie was a lot better than I thought it would be considering uh, the circumstances. So just putting that out there, I think yeah, this is probably the best case scenario you could get with Carrie Fisher. In this movie, and using old footage and not a lot of CG, minus the uh, training sequence of her when she was younger, which I heard yeah. Billy Lord stood in for her, which was oh, kind of nice.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, I did kind of like that little scene, and that she did. She did uh, train apparently um, in uh, rewrite or reshoot or something. They they cut something that was about she. Her last night of training was because she quit because she was pregnant, oh. um, and so she—that's why she didn't really become a Jedi, really, um, mm-hmm. because she decided to have kids instead and be a, a mom or a kid instead. Um, but uh, that was cut, I guess, for whatever reason. Um, uh, so you—you uh, you talked about Ben's redemption or bendemption. Bendemption. Um So, so what happened there? What? What what was the sequence of events, and why why did he throw away his lightsaber?
0: Uh, as I understand it, Leia uses the rest of her, you know, life force or whatever to yeah. make that last second intervention, which essentially is you know you you called Luke's sacrifice at the end of uh, Last Jedi pointless because of the retconning in this film. So I think they're kind of doing the same thing where she sacrifices her self in a last uh, minute bid to kind of get her son back and, and does. And then Harrison Ford's appearance is either I'm not settled on, (laughs) is that influenced by her or is that just Ben's kind of inner monologue? Either way, I, I don't quite get the order of operations, but I, do like those moments, even if they're not earned. If you think about them, I do like Harrison Ford's moment with uh, Adam Driver, and I do like Leia's sacrifice to set him on that course, even if the groundwork wasn't laid to get there.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that was definitely a moment that was going to be Carrie Fisher and not Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, and it would have been probably been better with Leia, um, right? But so I don't. At, at this point, you yeah.
0: can't really criticize it due to circumstances, because no wants to see CG Leia. It's, yeah, it, it's a more affecting moment with real Harrison Ford than CG Leia. Whereas you have Carrie Fisher, um, if she's still with us, of course, I'd rather see her out uh, delivering that uh, speech.
1: Right. Um, so yeah, like so she like kind of calls out. To him and dies and he kind of realizes that i guess yeah or no no she does i don't think
0: she, or she she, does she doesn't die, die until, until after Kylo. he's stabbed right yeah yeah okay again the order of operations i didn't study super closely and i, I think if you scrutinize them they probably wouldn't make sense but yeah in terms of cheating some of the timelines i i, I like the concept and i liked seeing Uh, harrison ford with drivers so i'm willing to forgive it if it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there are other sequences that make way less sense and have way less emotional impact to me so i'm willing to forgive the timelines on this because i think the emotional beats landed in that sequence whereas you know there's a hundred other things in the movie that don't land and don't make sense
1: yeah i i think i'm fine with it it just it's 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 a little clunky and maybe it is because Leia or Carrie Fisher is not around but um, I think you know her sacrifice uh race then saving him after she stabbed him and then um Han there um I think is enough um, to get him there But um,
0: isn't it isn't it an interesting scene if Rey straight stabs him leaves him and then he basically dies on that platform and then maybe leia and and han comfort him in his death it would be kind of a, a really bleak turn but an interesting one if he just dies by himself on a yeah. platform with his parents like essentially being like it's okay or something like that
1: yeah i think i mean that that is probably a more justifiable end for that character but sure. uh i think that's yeah that's tough because then ray ray looks pretty cold um yeah but and you're
0: sending her down an interesting path like i i don't i didn't want evil ray i'm not saying i'm pushing for that agenda yeah but um that's what i'm saying like there, there's a handful of times where i was like this movie's about to go in interesting places and and then they just roll exactly back, which is why it's yeah. kind of risk risk averse in, in a yeah. weird way um, yeah for sure yeah, um... i don't know the kiss what give me your thoughts on the kiss
1: uh, I didn't like it. I thought it was. It kind of was another like took me out of the movie. Like, wait, what? Like, what? I mean, I think everyone thought they had good chemistry and stuff, but yeah. I, I don't know. I just felt it more, more like a close friend, sibling kind of relationship than any sort of lust or whatever. Um, I think like a, a like a really passionate hug or something would have would have sufficed just fine. It just in that moment, it was. It's so. I don't know. It's a little unlike Star Wars a little bit. Like I don't know. Just unless you're in the in the uh, prequels with with what's their faces, but I I don't know. It just seemed it seemed a little odd. And um, the re- I mean, it seems like the reactions are kind of all in, all over the place. But s- some people really wanted that. Um, um, they were yeah uh, yeah and for yeah ray rilo or whatever they were calling it right but then but then you know five seconds later he's dead so it's like it's a it's a roller coaster he was shooting Uh, a shot
0: i guess he was just uh (laughs) throwing it out there. yeah um yeah it's it is probably a little much a hug perhaps and then looking at each other and then him slumping over probably works just as well but um again i i like the redemption arc even though i i wouldn't have minded the um the korean cinema version where he dies by himself on the rainy platform Mm -hmm. uh just the uber bleak um which i i generally credit to korean new wave directors because they they can do it better than anyone else but um yeah i don't know i I like the redemption arc enough that i was like kind of office spacing at that moment where i was just like whatever sure they're kissing uh why not yeah uh, yeah, all right. I think uh, we just need to grade this thing and do some. Trivia. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. All one right. more, one more thing. Sorry, sure. I know I'm r- I'm rambling. Um, d- uh, I f- why, why did she bury the lightsabers in Tatooine? Like, why go to Tatooine in this place where Luke hated and Leia never visited, and Luke's <laughs> Luke's fake uncle and aunt died? Obi-Wan enjoyed
0: his time being a hermit, I'm sure. No, uh, I think everyone hates the Tatooine. Why did he go back? Why did she go back there? I don't know. Um, I, th-
1: I think it was just to get that last shot because you got to have the twin sons at the end. Yeah, uh, right. Just
0: bookending it, I guess. Uh, again, as long as we're closing the door on this particular um, part of Star Wars. Uh, history yeah. and lore, it's fine. If you really wanna, if you really wanna lean into the fan service to to close it out, that's fine. As long as we are departing the Tatooines and the Alderons for for other pastures. I guess Alderon's not there anymore. But uh, you you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Uh yep. right, Eric, Letter grade, letter grade. Oh letter.
0: boy. I don't have one written down, so I'm gonna make you go first. It'll help me assess what I think of this movie.
1: I mean God. Put, I don't know. What are you putting uh,
0: in the chamber here?
1: Yeah, I mean shoot your um, shot, what you got? Alright, alright, I'm gonna shoot my shot and hopefully not die like Kylo, but uh I'm I my gut right now is a C.
0: Ooh, okay. I thought maybe you were gonna go C minus. Um, yeah, I was
1: thinking C C minus. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm gonna go. Hmm I guess I'm gonna go B minus and that's my okay. thoughts. I, I can't get into C territory. It's it's not. I don't know. I it, need to it, look at.
1: We need to look at all our grades for all our movies and see if there's any rhyme or reason to our scale. Like, my scale. I'm uh,
0: pretty pretty positive. I think the worst grade I gave was maybe to um, Cloverfield Space Cloverfield. Oh yeah yeah and yeah. Even then, was, you guys okay. got mad at me for only giving it like a C minus or something. Uh, although no, there was some movie we gave. Oh, we we briefly we gave a two minute review to the new Predator movie. I think we both gave that like F pluses or something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um,
0: I don't know. It's it's a lot. There's a lot going on, but I I do want to see it a second time, and maybe that would inform my grade a little better. But uh, six year old Connor has to give it a a B minus. I'd say. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay, okay. cool. That's well, our, that's uh, that's that's our grade. Let's move on and yeah, we do to. trivia, I and then...
0: we could talk about this movie for five. Yeah, hours. Yeah, but... I
1: know. I'm sorry. That's me, man. Like I just have so many thoughts on no, this. I, I, like it's, it's just
0: fine. I, I could also talk for five hours, but it's it not compelling after the first hour. I'm sure to talk about Star Wars for five hours. Um, but Star Wars trivia. Now that's something. Let's uh, see how well you know this this universe, Eric. That you, you claim to love. Uh, well, I used to. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. We'll see no, I'm just how kidding. This goes. All right. Uh, you're going to get actual written questions, so so no audio questions. Okay, cool. And, and you're going to get 15 of them and a bonus question. So you can technically get a 16 out of 15, but uh, I, I don't know. I can't gauge how hard or easy these, these are, truthfully. So we'll see. Are you ready to play Star Wars Trivia?
1: I'm ready. Let's do this. All
0: right. Question one. In The Mandalorian, director Taika Waititi. Yeah, this this will cover – this is not just based on um, Last Jedi. You'll get a number of Star Wars properties just as a heads up. Okay. Okay. Uh, or Rise of the Skywalker, not Last Jedi. Um, it's Rise okay. of
1: Skywalker. No, no the in oh, it.
0: No, okay. So I've been saying it wrong. What do you know? <laughs> All right. Question one. In The Mandalorian – Director Taika Watiti voiced repurposed assassin droid IG-11. What was the name of the original assassin droid introduced in Empire Strikes Back? And hold on a oh, second. Oh, man. Oh, okay. That's not a good time. Uh, bonus point, if you can name four of the six original bounty hunters in- introduced in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, my God. One, one of which includes the answer to this question. But if you're struggling now, maybe. Maybe not.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, it, it's... I... Wait, what's his character name in *Mandalorian*? IG Eleven. Uh, IG yeah. 8, it is also an IG. Yeah, unit. I know. I think it's like IG eighty-seven. Uh,
0: you can guess whatever you want. Is there a seven in it? There's no seven.
1: Okay, oh, IG eighty-eight then. Okay. Um, and then. Can and then four of the six original bounty well, hunters introduced. I, c- I can't. I can name Boba Fett, and I always forget the other guy's name—the weird dinosaur-looking guy. Um. Uh. It's there's like it's there's two S's in it or something. There are two S's, yes. Yeah, yeah, no
0: bonus question. You can just stick with uh, okay, your original answer. Okay, question two in Rise of the Sky, Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) I've written it down incorrectly, but I've tried to correct myself. Uh, it's Rise of Skywalker,
1: it's Star Wars Episode 9 Rise of Skywalker.
0: Okay, in Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) <laughs> During the Aki Aki festival on Pasaana, C-3PO says that this event happens once every 42 years. What does this unit of measure, uh, unit of measurement, signify to the Star Wars franchise?
1: The answer to life, universe, and everything. Ah. No. Uh, the the uh, the debut of the first movie, A New Hope, it's gotcha. 1977, cool, cool, 42 cool. years ago.
0: Sounds like a solid answer. Um, question three. Dominic Monaghan's appearance in Rise of Skywalker marks the fourth time a Lord of the Rings... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to, to auto-correct. I, just, uh, I might just call it Rise of the Skywalker by the end. and That's, that's fine. Um, okay, Dominic Monaghan's appearance in Rise of the Skywalker marks the fourth time a Lord of the Rings actor has appeared in the Star Wars franchise. Name three of the four Lord of the Rings actors to appear in the Star Wars franchise.
1: Uh, franchise being anywhere or movie?
0: Uh, franchise. So, any, any, any
1: okay. Things. Yes. Uh, Lord of the Rings actors. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Wow. Oh, um, uh, uh, Christopher Lee. Uh-huh. Um.
0: I will, as a hint, say that y- you can keep it to the movies. It's not weird ancillary properties. I will say that.
1: Okay, so keep it to the movies. No, um, I mean, you
0: don't have to, but I'm saying, like, if you're really thinking back, like, is somebody obscure in the Clone Wars show or something? I'm not, like, doing anything like that. All four of the people are in tr- main trilogy movies, is what I'm saying. Oh,
1: okay, gotta, it, gotta, it, gotta. It. Um,
0: so, Christopher man, Lee. I'm and then to... Obviously, Dominic Monahan's yeah. a free space. You've Dominic Monahan.
1: Uh, so, there's two more. There
0: One's pretty. Deep dive obscure, but the third is very gettable. It just is kind of like, alright, oh, yeah, right.
1: Okay, 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 hold on. Um, because I gotta think back. Hmm. I mean, there can't be anyone in the original Star Wars. I mean, they could be. But I won't mislead you if yeah. they're not in the original. Trope. Yeah. Um, who I'll else is that- in the.
0: They're not in the prequels either.
1: Okay, all right.
0: <laughs> I'll give you a smaller net uh, to cast.
1: Uh, let's see. Um, man, why is this so hard? Um,
0: it's an actor I I think we both like and respect.
1: Uh, in the Lord of the Rings films, and
0: they're part of another trilogy you like a lot. I, I, I personally know
1: uh what the fuck? um well what, what's that what's I that tr-
0: i can't name that that i'm giving uh, you a mega hint i while know we, you have come back to that one yeah we'll come back I'll to that one some time to stew on that one watch okay. you sweat can we get a video feed of Eric sweating? yeah uh all right question four uh octu the island that luke takes refuge on in star wars last Jedi was filmed at the real life location of a small coastal island in Ireland, what is the name of that island?
1: Um, I'm probably gonna butcher it, but it's, it's, it's uh, uh, skulls, Skags, something like that. Uh, Isle of S. I don't know, man. It's, it's it starts with an S, and I I can't go from there.
0: I'll accept butcher... St-
1: Stalag? Stalig. I'll like, accept so.
0: butcher pronunciation. There's two words, though. Oh. You've got the, the the right idea with this first name you're attempting, but there's something on top of that.
1: Uh, I don't know. The, the Isle of Scowls or something like that? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay. Question five. Before he left the Jedi, who was Count Dooku's Padawan?
1: Before he left the Jedi, who was Count Tuku's Padawan? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, my bad. Um, Qui-Gon.
0: Okay. Question six. Uh, despite his recent rise to success, Chilean-born Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, has been a working actor for over 20 years. Name three other characters Pascal has portrayed in movies or TV. So I need character names. Name character
1: names. Um, the Viper. Okay. Um, that's not a character name. Does that uh, that'll I'll count? Take, yeah. Viper um, Doran Prince. Oberyn Martell o- is Over in Martell, right? yeah. Um, I think he plays. I haven't seen it, but I think he plays. Um, oh, I just forgot the the damn guy's name in Narcos. Um. What is that? <laughs> I just had the name, um, uh, uh, Pablo Escobar. Okay. Um, and a third character name. Um, boy, oh boy. Uh, I didn't. I, I, think he is someone in the Kingsman sequel, and I, I didn't see that. Oh, okay. that's probably not. Um, uh,
0: uh, if yeah, if you're. Struggling, it's okay. Uh, because I'll tell you, he does not play, uh, yeah, in Narcos. That's Wagner Maria from um, the Tropa Elite series. Oh, uh, well, it's the other Israeli guy, accent.
1: it's another um juggler, though, right?
0: No, he in Narcos, um, Pedro Pascal plays a, a cop actually.
1: Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. That. No, I don't, I don't know other character names.
0: Okay, okay. What well, were you know, seeing? That one's yeah. tricky. I didn't know. It's kind of hard to determine uh, how many yeah. characters. Okay, uh, following up on the question seven. Following up on that question, what is revealed to be the Mandalorian's given name in the Mandalorian?
1: Um, man, you're really getting me here. Din, I don't remember his last name. It's, it's two D's. Okay. Um... Yeah, DD.
0: Okay, DD. We'll see if the judges accept <laughs> Uh Question eight. What was the name of the planet the clones are being manufactured on in Attack of the Clones?
1: Uh, Oh, man. I took my stupid pills today. I well,
0: uh, not remembering. I'm going to say not remembering obscure information about the prequels may be a sign of maturity. So don't,
1: No. <laughs> don't, worry,
0: don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> that might be right. Um, I know this one, though. Uh, Kamino. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, The cloners on Kamino.
0: There you go. You got it right. Uh, question nine. What color is Mace Windu's lightsaber and what semi-major villain does he kill with it in Attack of the Clones?
1: Uh, purple and Jango Fett.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Question ten. Can you name all three projects director J.J. Abrams and actress Kerr Russell have collaborated
1: on? Um, including Rise of Skywalker? Yes so precious. uh yep mission impossible 3 and felicity
0: cool uh question 11 Wookies in the star wars universe hail from what lush forested planet tashik okay question 12 what does adat stand for in adat walkers and what is the first planet we see them on in star wars uh chronological chron- chronological to release not like anything yeah. that Redcon them showing up earlier
1: right um I kind of seem to remember them showing up in Empire uh, on Hoth, but I don't know if that was added later in one of the special editions. Um, No, they're there. You're right. Yeah? Okay. Um, I don't know what that stands for.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Question 13. uh, The Mandalorian series finally shed some light on what famous Empire Strikes Back line delivered by Darth Vader to Boba Fett?
1: wait uh i don't even know what you're talking about okay. in mandal mandalorian the,
0: the the tv series finally shed light on a particular line in empire strikes back delivered by darth vader to boba fett a warning of sorts
1: uh mm, i don't know what you're talking about okay
0: maybe i just worded it poorly I don't...
1: no 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 i'm probably dumb go ahead
0: okay uh question 14 uh, what Mandalorian episode director marked the second person in their family to direct a Star Wars property?
1: Um. The. God, how. Um, why can't I know her? What is her name? I don't know. It's Ron Howard's daughter. Okay, who's Whose who's name is not Jessica Chastain, even though they look a little <laughs> I bit like, alike. Why would her name be?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, true, true. Um. It's three names, I think. I think her name's three names. And she's in the village. The Memshaumalan classic. I'm putting Um, putting
0: the Jeep Wrangler back in my garage.
1: There's no need. The Jeep Wrangler is long gone (laughs) at this point. Um, Hold on. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) This This is making me upset that I can't get blank something-is Howard, right? something god uh i can't help i can't help i you know i you no, don't tell me um
0: we can, we, we can come back to this why don't we come god. back I'll, when we go through the answers i'll pause before 14 and allow you okay. to submit some minutes. okay
1: okay what what is the um the oh, other one i could get
0: oh um
1: it, you were gonna let me go back to it. I forget what it was. We can we can go start with the go back to one and read the answers. I guess.
0: Well, we still have one last question.
1: Oh shit!
0: Question fifteen: What Mandalorian actor has played different roles and at least three other Star Wars properties?
1: Mandalorian actor. Um.
0: So three separate characters in three other Star Wars properties
1: um I, I don't recall if he. was I don't remember him being in it, but I'm going to guess Warwick Davis. Okay. But yeah.
0: sounds good. All right, let's go through the answers, and I will pause uh, when I read you reread the question in case it's one you wanted to answer again. uh okay. Although uh, for the ones I know you got right, I'll just kind of blitz through. All right, in the Mandalorian, director Taiki Waititi played uh, IG Eleven what was the original assassin droid you guessed ig88 you were actually correct it is ig88 The bonus point for the other six bounty hunters were ig88 boba fett uh bosk is the one you're thinking yeah the trandoshian who looks like a lizard then there's dangar the human with a head wrap who has like weird wounds uh and then the losers zuckus and forlam that no one cares about because they don't look cool Uh, that's the bonus point. You didn't get that, but you did get IG-88. Correct. Uh, question two, what did 42 years signify to Star Wars? You guessed, uh, the release or the amount of time between New Hope and Rise of the Skywalker. You were correct. That was the time between the two releases. A nice little Easter egg in there delivered by C-3PO, who, as you said, was, uh, had had some of the best lines in the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I think uh, this is the one you need more time on. It's the Lord of the Rings actors in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, so yeah. Anything?
1: In the new Star Wars movies, these these three trilogies... Correct. This, there's, t- there's two actors? Um, uh, one, the, one, the, the really the,
0: obscure the, one's a prequels actor, and I, I don't expect you to produce that, but the, the one that you have the best chance of getting is a new trilogy actor.
1: New trilogy actor... And I, I you other hints uh, too. Oh man, yeah. All right, go ahead. Who is it?
0: It's it's Andy Serkis.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. I
0: mean, I, I, again, the the yeah. playing Snoke is kind of a little harder to remember, but yeah, I tried even giving the Planet of the Apes hints since you're a big fan of that trilogy. I know. Um yeah. So yeah, Christopher Lee, Dominic Monaghan, Andy Serkis, and then the fourth is a uh, Bruce Spence who is uh, best known for playing the gyro captain in the Road Warrior movie. Uh, he played Tion Tian, M- Tian Medan in Revenge of the Sith, who is the port administrator on Utapa, who greets obi oh, yeah. uh, And he also played um, the Black Lieutenant, a.k.a. the Mouth of Sauron, in Return of the King. So he, he kind of did makeup right. work for both, but uh, a tall, recognizable actor, if you see him with uh, without makeup. Um, mm mm-hmm. So unfortunately, didn't get Andy Circus on that one. Uh Oktu, the island Luke takes refuge on, is the real-life island of Skellig Michael in Ireland. You kind of had the uh, beginnings of it. Skellige there, but didn't arrive at uh, the full name, unfortunately. Question five, uh, who is Count Dooku's Padawan? After a while, you did arrive at the correct answer of Qui-Gon Jinn. It took me a second, too, when I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I guess it is him, right? yeah uh but uh, it did take us i forgot it. there was just
1: like a random thing that he said and in, in attack of the clones i think yeah like a throwaway nope. line um, yeah
0: pedro pascal's other roles include oberon martell aka the viper in narcos he played javier pena who's a policeman kingsman the golden circle he played the character whiskey uh, then I wrote some other ones down, uh, in wonder woman. He'll be playing, uh, Max Lord in the new wonder woman, 1984. Um, in prospect, the sci-fi movie from last year, which was better and more people should see it. He played Ezra triple frontier. He played catfish and the equalizer. He played Dave York, but, uh, game of Thrones, Narcos and Kingsman are probably the easiest. Hmm. Of
1: what's that? What's that? Uh, a sci-fi prospect.
0: Yeah, Prospect was um, a sci-fi movie. I think last year, shot by a studio just up the road from us in Seattle, actually, and they did a Kickstarter for it and shot the initial footage of them on a different planet in just in the forest out here, and it and it worked really well because they they shot it in one of the rainforests out here, and then oh. um, the Kickstarter was really successful, and they got Pedro Pascal and uh, some. Few other actors involved, including um, some wire actors in there, and it's a it's a nice little bit of weird sci-fi. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, if you kind of adjust your expectations, so yeah, look that one up if people like obscure space sci-fi. It's it's an interesting one. Okay. Um, question seven: The Mandalorian's given name. You had an answer. You want to change it? You just were on DD.
1: Yeah, Din Darfun, Yeah, I don't remember his
0: name. close. It's Din Darjin Dj Oh, yeah. I don't think I can accept Din Darfun though.
1: No. no, you shouldn't. Nope.
0: Okay. Uh, question eight, the clone planet was Kamino. Nice pull there, even though if you are starting to hemorrhage prequels knowledge, it's not a bad thing, as I pointed out. Um, question nine, the color of Mace Windu's lightsaber... And the semi-major villain he kills with it is, in fact, uh, it was purple, and he did he does use it to decapitate Django Fett in front of um, his son, which is such an uncool move that even Christopher Lee looks slightly flustered by it. But uh, you were correct on that. Uh, purple and Django Fett were the correct answers. Uh, question ten. Can you name all the projects Abrams and Kerry Russell have collaborated on? They are, in fact, Rise of the Skywalker, Felicity, and Mission Impossible 3. Uh, Question 11. Wookiees do come from Kashyyyk. Well answered. Uh, What does ADAT stand for and where do we first see them in Star Wars there? All-terrain armored transport is the uh, correct answer Mm -hmm. on what ADAT stands for. And we do first see them on the ice planet Hoth as they assault the rebel base question 13 the this one again might have just been on me for wording but um the Mandalorian series finally shed some light on what famous empire strikes back line delivered by boba uh darth vader to boba fett as a warning uh the line we were looking for was no disintegrations which they finally shed some light on in the series when it's revealed that um the Mandalorian's weapon, the sniper rifle, disintegrates people when he uses it on the Jawas that are scavenging the ship. Uh, maybe yeah. I could have worded that a little better. No, I, I
1: didn't even. Uh, I don't remember that from Empire.
0: Yeah, it's the when they're um, introduce the bounty hunters on the ship, um, and he's giving them the outline of finding the Millennium Falcon. He he says to Boba Fett, "And no disintegrations to Boba Fett." Which we are always like, "What does that mean?" And the series finally shed some light on that with the Mandalorians' choice of weapons. Uh, all right, question fourteen. I think you wanted to take a shot at at uh, supplying an answer. It's the what episode director marked the second person in their family to direct a Star Wars property.
1: Man, it's it's I I mean it's right there. <laughs> I have it. Wait, does her? All right, her. I was for a while. I got, I thought her first name started with the letter E. It I think not the, let- it, the letter. Start with the letter E and part of her, her name.
0: Um, I guess. Ron Howard. Blake Dallas
1: Howard. Blake Dallas Howard. Mm, still. Oh, wait.
0: Still not there. Bryce Bryce there Dallas. Howard. Okay. Fucking
1: a. You, you
0: you got to the right answer. My last oh hint was going to be God. that Howard weirdly named all his children after the city they were conceived in, which was going to be my last hint, in that
1: uh, oh. Dallas
0: and Bryce Dallas Howard was apparently the. City she was conceived in, which we never needed that knowledge.
1: Oh, I did not know that was that's, that's for real?
0: Yeah, he told that story, and I was like, that's pretty weird.
1: That is pretty weird.
0: Uh, yes, but Bryce Dallas Howard was the correct answer. Uh, she directed the fourth episode of The Mandalorian entitled Sanctuary, and it marked the second Howard direct a Star Wars property after her father, Ron Howard, was the credited director on Solo after Phil Lord and Chris Miller were removed as the film's primary directors. Um, interestingly enough, George Lucas's daughter, Katie Lucas, has written Clone Wars episodes but has not directed any of them, keeping her from completing another familial directorial combo. Also, while doing research, I discovered that Amanda Lucas, Lucas's other daughter, is a professional MMA fighter who held a oh, title wow. belt in the Deep Openweight Women's Championship um, division before retiring from fighting in 2014, and huh. Lucas's son, Jet... Works in film production and is actually a VXF production assistant on the Mandalorian TV show right now. So he works in special effects, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, The last question, uh, what Mandalorian actor has played different roles in at least three other Star Wars properties? Your guess was Warwick Davis, which is a solid guess, but unfortunately um, not the right one. Uh, Clancy Brown, who played the demon-like Dvorak Berg in episode 6, The Prisoner has voiced characters in the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and Star Wars Bounty Hunters PS2 game. So he was, <laughs> he was the okay. actor we were looking for. But Warwick Davis is is the easy yeah. and... He, uh, I know
1: he has he's two movies, but I didn't know... Uh,
0: yeah, old Clancy Brown and his, uh, his deep voice gets a lot of Star Wars work, and just a lot of voice work in general. So uh, um, yeah, it was him, uh, another lost uh, favorite or lost character um, out there too. Okay, that, uh, I don't know, what's that lead you at? Not, not a great score, I
1: think. Not great. That's all right. We don't need to count it up. All right, well, no and no I mean, it's probably, it's probably a C, C minus.
0: Ooh, it's Eric's grade for the movie. Come back to haunt him. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. That, uh, that should close out our episode and our review of Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker, not the Skywalker. Uh, We had mixed thoughts on it. It is kind of a um, convoluted movie, I suppose, and uh, an interesting end to a franchise or a storyline that's been formidable in our uh, movie watching lives. So I guess goodbye to this part of Star Wars and hopefully they have some new and interesting and diverse stories out there for us uh, on the horizon
1: yeah let's hope so
0: yeah all right eric uh that's us signing off for mandatory reshoots and thanks for joining us bye everyone bye thanks again for joining us we just wanted to extend a special thanks to andrew david for providing the music for the podcast feel free to check out his stuff at andrewdavidv.com